I want to start this episode by saying I hope that uh, everyone listening has a great and productive day. Uh, No matter how bad the day may be, you can always find a blessing somewhere in it, and I am glad you have decided to join me today. Uh, We will go to the 51st Psalm, where we find David's servant, King da- uh, God's servant King David making a plea to God for a pure heart. A pure heart. He is also asking for a steadfast spirit. Spirit. Now, how often do we go through situations in life where we felt like we have been done wrong or betrayed by people? Uh, this happens uh, unfortunately all the time, and we have to remember again that we are dealing with a sinful world, a fallen world. Ephesians four twenty nine through thirty two goes goes well with this. We are commanded to put away all bitterness, envy, and wrath. We have times in our lives where the enemy shoots fiery darts at us. People will let you down, lie to you, steal from you, hurt you, cheat on you, you name it. Let's face it, people are just no good. You cannot count on people that will let you down. And this is where evil tries to gain a foothold in your li- in the life of the Christian. We become so grieved when things happen to us that we struggle to have any sense of peace in our lives. When Jesus was in the middle of being beaten and tortured, he himself was betrayed by perhaps his most passionate follower, uh, Peter. Peter swore he would never deny Christ, yet Jesus told him he would. And Peter did just that, not once, but three times, then the rooster crowed. Imagine the pain Jesus felt in this betrayal, even though he knew that it would happen. And we should remember here that Peter too felt the pain of his own failure. He was a broken man. And yet, after Jesus rose from the dead, he made it clear to Peter he was forgiven and restored. He gave him some things to do or whatever. So, if you are a Christian... You are to seek to be more Christ-like, so you should seek to forgive those who have wronged you, just like Jesus did with Peter. If you fail, then you have provided bitterness with a place to take root. And I can tell you that, in, in my in my case, uh, I am a divorced person, and bitterness is the greatest enemy in a sense. Uh, the pain and hurt you experience is so great that it seems so easy to to hate and be bitter and it and it is quite easy but just imagine this a vampire on the prowl it has only one goal and that is to suck the life out of you this is exactly what bitterness does to someone instead of focusing on the good things in life you wind up focusing on the pain and the hurt and even the even and even the desire for revenge God wants so much better for us, his children. We read in Matthew eleven twenty-eight through 30, this is from the King James Version. He says, Come unto me, all ye, all ye that labor and are heavy burden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest in your, in, unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus offers to take this toxic burden from us even when we cannot seem to let go on our own. He has the power to break the chain that binds us to it. The Apostle Paul warns us of things which drag us down when he speaks of being a castaway and losing any prize he would receive if he let sin hinder him. 
This holds with bitterness. We cannot let bitterness hold us down from doing what God would have us do with our lives, which is which is to be the best witness we can be for Christ. We have to realize and remember that the past is the past, and it cannot be changed. It is over and done with, so you cannot let yourself be dragged down by its horrible weight. Your anger and bitterness do not hurt the other person, they only hurt yourself. And when you choose to act out of bitterness or hatred towards someone, all you're doing is let that grow in you. Come to Christ, you know, it's and it's a hard thing to deal with, to let go of. You know, but like we just read in Matthew, come to Christ and let him deal with it. You cannot conquer it all on your own sometimes, and that is what he is there for. It is with Christ we can stand that we can withstand the fiery darts the enemy throws. Remember in Ephesians where we are told to put on the whole armor of God. This is our protection against bitterness. It is a favorite tool of Satan to drag the Christian down into the mud where his witness for Christ is smeared. An embittered Christian is like a well or a spring that has been contaminated with salt water. It is, it is useless for drinking or anything else. Bitterness is like the salt that ruins sweet water. You are not of much use to God in this state. You know, nobody wants to use uh, water that is a mix, a mixture of salt and fresh. So just remember that. Uh, are you divorced? Don't slander your ex out of bitterness or revenge. Offended? Deal directly with God and the person who did it and leave it out of the ears of people who you don't trust. Let down or just disappointed? Look, remember that we have all sinned and are not perfect. Now I want to say this, you cannot conquer bitterness in a day or a week. Uh, these attacks can come upon you at any time when you least expect it. I can And I can honestly tell you, I have had moments where all of a sudden, for example, my head will just turn hot or has turned hot, you know, and I will, I would begin to think about the hurt and pain of divorce and then start thinking angry thoughts about, you know, my ex spouse or whatever and i can tell you the only thing that you can do is to stop breathe and say god please help me please help get this away from me the enemy will always return so remember that and uh, i just want to conclude this by reiterating jesus christ does not want you to be um a field that is full of the thorn of uh, bitterness. He wants you to be a great witness for him, uh, a shining light, you know, of a field that is full of the harvest of, of the good fruits that uh, you can bear as a Christian. This is how we are to be a witness for Christ. The world doesn't need to see a field that is uh, full of thorns and thistles, they can't use it for anything. You know, we need to have fruit. We need, or whatever, you know, fruit, vegetables, or whatever growing in our lives to nourish people so that they can see what we have in Jesus Christ. If you're a better person, people are going to see that, and it's going to be harder for you to be a witness for Christ because the world sees this on a daily basis. They see bitterness and anger 
and they're going to think that that you're not much different from uh, the rest of the world. So, again, uh, I want to end, but I want to end this here by uh, saying a prayer for people in this situation. Lord, Father, we I I want to ask that anyone who is listening to this, uh, if they are having a problem with bitterness or anger or something like that that is holding them down, then Lord, help them to please find release. Help them to release that and, and just take it from them. Lord, if they don't know Jesus Christ as their Savior, I pray that they would find I pray that they would find him and so that they could come to know you and the light burden that you have and how you take the heavy burdens away from us. And it's in Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen. Thank you, everybody, and uh, I look forward to the next edition of this podcast.